Welcome to Redefining Active Investing with ECP, where our investment team shares insights on markets, industries, and the highest quality businesses we can find. I'm Damon Callahan, and with me is Manny Pohl, Chairman and CIO at ECP, who shares his thoughts on the role of uncertainty in investing, and with this context, the importance of having resilience at the core of risk management within an investment strategy. Let's get started. Many, you recently published an interesting article that can be found on our website, and as I read it, it effectively covers the problem of making subjective probability assessments of what the future will look like when unpredictable events lie ahead. Can you walk us through the key insights from your article and how you think about investing risk management in the face of an uncertain world? What prompted the article was um, two separate but totally related events. The first one being that a dear friend of mine phoned me up and was ranting and raving on the phone that he had borrowed a whole lot of money based on comments about interest rates um, made by the governor of the Reserve Bank. Um, And that comment was that interest rates would stay intact and and be low until at least 2024. And all of a sudden now there were massive increases in interest rates and he had in fact um, locked in some investments that he couldn't get out of and now he had all this borrowing it and paying huge amounts of interest. And then the second event was when the governor of the Reserve Bank, Philip Lowe, actually apologized for the fact that people reacted to his statement and didn't read the small print. Um, which I find quite extraordinary. But anyway, that's not the purpose of the article. The purpose of the article is to say um, that when you go into times of extreme trauma like we had with the the GFC and like we've had with COVID, um, engineers like myself love to model things and rely on the models. We have um, spreadsheets for just about everything, whether it be the household cash flow or a really complicated company like BHP or Rio. And we tend to hang our hat on everything that the model tells us. And early on in my career, I was uh, around when the 87 crash occurred, and we all had these fancy models and said, no, 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 that will be fine, X will be fine, Y will be fine. Well, that wasn't the case. Um, And then I started to read a bit more widely than what I was. And one of the books that I read was um, Security Analysis by Graham and Dodds. and, And essentially what they were saying was that even though you can model companies and you know everything about the companies and we do exactly that, every now and then, whatever you know goes out the window. It does come back, but there's a period in time where all that knowledge goes out the window, all the models that you've got don't apply. Um, And you've got to have other things that help you through that. And we've always talked about resilience. And particularly in the case of the Reserve Bank, Philip Lowe, when he was talking, uh, he and there's also a paper that I referred to in that document, which was put out by the, the the president of the U.S.'s office about interest rate policy. And they all have these models, and they acknowledge that um, every now and then you have uncertainty. Uh, and what they say is, as well, uncertainty sort of gets dealt with in the model. And then even um, – uh, people, very influential economists like uh, Bernard King says that even though you don't know what's going to happen, you have to rely on some form of model. And that's what that paper is all about to say, well, actually, no, you shouldn't be using any models in these extreme conditions when things are going out the window. And the only way you can survive them, is, and that's this term resilience, is that the investments that you've made need to have certain characteristics that will enable them to withstand anything out of the left field, any black swan event. 
And you have no idea what those events are going to be. You have no idea what the what the impact is going to be, and that's the key metric. If you look at the the little two by two matrix that I put in there, is you really don't know what's going to happen, and you don't know what the impact is. But if you've got companies and they have got certain criteria around them, which we talk about, um, they are able to withstand these events and come out the other end and survive. Um, a lot of companies don't survive, and that's the problem is you're trying to avoid having investments that do not survive in these times of trauma. Uh, you want to have come out the other side and then be able to continue batting, but you need to have certain characteristics to withstand these, but there are certain characteristics that we know exist in companies that enable us to withstand these, even though we don't know what the, the, the event is going to be or what it's going to do. 